Welcome back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host tonight, Devin. Joining me, we got Rob. Hey, guys, it's Rob. How's it going, Rob? Pretty good. All right. Oh, just want to let you guys know, there will be no Webby tonight. Webby is um, a little under the weather, so we are uh, soldiering on, as we do. Um, this is going to come out a day late, but um, happy Veterans Day to all you veterans out there. Uh, thank you for your service. And yes. Rob, um, completely inappropriately for tonight, not like inappropriately completely, but you know, just um, off the cuff, so to speak. I asked you to make a list of like 10 shows you watched when you were a kid. Now you interpreted this a little bit differently. And you're like, all right, I got like a couple of shows that I, that I, I wanted to watch and shows that I was like forced to watch with my parents because that's what, that, that's what was on at the time. And that's totally fine. Um, I just mainly I just like 10 shows off the top of the cuff that like you feel I kind of just want you to like reflect on those shows and then I want you to say like hey you know what um what impact or do you think if well what impact if any did those shows have on your current taste or just your life in general if that makes sense so like I have 10 shows um, I mean, and, you know, we, we come from not different eras per se, but, you know, we come from slightly different generations, mm-hmm. you know, Rob, like, like, how are you, Rob? I am 41. Yeah. So like, and, and I'll be 30 in January. So you got like 10 years on me. So, I mean, you may see, I'm pretty sure just off of our general, just who we are as people, there's going to be some overlap on these shows. <laughs> um but that's fine like that's fine uh i think that's that's 100 percent okay and that's totally fine so um you want to start off rob you want me to start off uh you can start off so i can kind of get more of an idea okay well i'm going to go for the first the first show i kind of put these group these shows together because uh and i'm sure they, they made your list too um for me i number one was like buffy and angel um because they definitely I watch them all the time. Probably one of the few, one of the first shows I think. There's one show on this list I think I watched before those that like I watched all the way through. Whether or not like even if I they were airing started airing before I was born, I went back and watched all of them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Buffy and Angel. Uh, Buffy and Angel for me. I we talked. We've had done whole episodes. So I'm not mistaken on Buffy and Angel. We brought up Buffy and Angel a thousand times over here. Um, solid show. I will probably. I will. I have no problem rewatching Buffy or Angel at any time. If somebody's like, hey, somebody just hit me. I was like, yo, hey, man, I just came across this show called Angel or Buffy. Want to watch it with me? Yes, I will, I will gladly watch it with you. I don't care if I know what's going to happen. I will watch it with you a thousand times because I love the show. Uh, I think it definitely can. Contrib- this 
and the, the top three shows, Buffy, Angel, and my next two, I think definitely contributed to my love of fantasy and my love of just supernatural, so to speak. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, it kind of continues off. They're both great shows. Uh, if you haven't seen Buffy or Angel yet, um, what's wrong with you? Um, and <laughs> I'm, although I'm almost certain that if you've seen, if you're, if you're listening to this show, you've probably seen Buffy or Angel in some capacity, or at least you're familiar with Buffy or Angel. Um, how about you, Rob? Like, what do you think? I, I'm sure Buffy and Angel made your list. I could be wrong. Uh, they did not because I went for when I was like a little kid. So <laughs> I, I mean, which, older shows, <laughs> which is fine. Which is uh, that's fine. Cause like for me, like Buffy came out, Buffy came out in 97. I was five. <laughs> so I don't think I started watching Buffy until probably 99 or 2000. So like season three or four is when I probably picked up on Buffy and started watching it. But after that, I just kind of like I fell in love with the show and then I, w- I watched all of them since then. I graduated high school in 97. <laughs> there you go. See, and that's fine. Like I said, this is like really different point of view here. That's great. Like for me, Buffy and Angel, like I, they, they definitely like they're great shows. I will still watch them to this day. I think they still hold up to this day. I mean, some of the special effects or whatever, especially in the earlier seasons because they didn't have the budget, like or maybe not all there. But I mean, other than that. I think the show still hell, holds up fantastic on both ends. Um, in a weird way, I think Angel holds up a little bit more than Buffy does because it's a little bit more of a condensed show and is it, it's off the rails as it gets. I do like Early Angel. Early Angel is almost Chef's Kiss. It's like detective, supernatural detective, and I like I love that. It's good shit. Uh, and for me, Buffy Angel, those shows, you know, Joss Whedon shows, early shows, really. Yeah, like I said, they just like laid the foundation. Like if I've never if I never watched Buffy or Angel, I can almost definitely say I wouldn't in the next two shows. I would say I probably would not have a like love for D&D as I do today. Um but yeah, so like what are some of the first shows on your list, Rob? What are the what's the first uh, show on your list? Well, the top one is The Simpsons. <laughs> okay. Yep, yep. That's fair. Um so yeah, I, The Simpsons. Ever since I was a kid, they kind of formed my humor. Basically, I, I when I was a teenager, I used to quote like Simpsons quotes all the time. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I've watched them since basically since they came out. I think it was like eighty nine that they started, something like that. Eighty nine or eighty seven of that. Eighty. Eighty nine, yeah, December yeah, seventeenth so, of eighty nine. So yeah, I like I said, I've watched them. I would have been eighty nine. I would have been ten years old. So I've been watching them since I was ten, and kind of formed the basis of my adult humor with their like crazy zaniness. It makes me things like that still make me laugh, like things that don't make sense and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. uh, um, for you know, for me, I have the Simpsons on my list too. Uh, it was it wasn't in my top ten, but it was definitely on my short list. And yeah, for the same reason, Simpsons and South Park for my for my era kind of like formed my early my early humor. Um, definitely kind of formed my early humor. And then um, you know, it, obviously, as you grow older, your humor refines and changes a little bit. But I would say my my early 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 Devin's humor. You're looking at like peak Simpsons and fucking. You know, Peak Simpsons, uh, fucking, I just named it, Jesus Christ, South Park, 
and like even maybe a little bit of Family Guy. When did Family come out? Family Guy came out. Was that like two thousand six? Family Guy came out in ninety nine. Jesus Christ! So yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, in some extent, yeah, I mean, you got South Park, Simpsons, and Family Guy. Those are the three shows that probably like shaped my my humor, especially early on in the day. So yeah, I no, I, I completely understand what you're saying there. Like those shows definitely kind of. But you would agree, you would say that those shows that you, like you said, The Simpsons definitely added something. It it made it made you kind of who you are today a little bit. Yeah, most definitely. That's what's up. That's what's up. So <laughs> I would love. Like, it's, it's kind of funny. I feel like this is going to be one of those topics where Webby is going to be like, I, "I wish I was there for that." I think I have some good stuff. <laughs> my next one, though, my next one is a show I haven't seen in a long time, and I kind of want to go back and watch it. Um, I'll watch both of them. But uh, I got Xena and Hercules. Mm. <laughs> Xena and Hercules. I oh man, I I think Lucy Lawless might have been like my first crush back in the day. I mean, even <laughs> now she even now she's still kind of my crush. Like she looks she looks phenomenal for her age. <laughs> she's a sexy fifty three. Let me just throw that out there. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got. Yeah, like Xena, yeah, Xena Hercules, like those shows again, like kind of the same reasonings for like Buffy and Angel, just kind of laid out that foundation for me and like my interest now. Like I watch so much of, you know, fantasy and you know sci-fi and fantasy sci-fi, supernatural, you know, all that stuff. You know, I, I and even got me like interested in like history and like one of my favorite things in history of all time. Um, I love like researching is like when it goes like mythology is like Greek mythology and all that. I think came from that to some degree you know i'd watch that as a kid and I'd be like oh this is really you know this is really cool this is really interesting this is really cool and then it kind of just added up and that went from about 95 to 2001 so i was three i probably started watching it probably around probably like five or six um and then kind of like eventually went back and watched all of it so i don't i, don't, I didn't catch too many of these of these shows i didn't catch like at the at the start um but yeah i mean for me, I don't know. Again, I don't know if Xena Hercules is on your list or not, but nope. That, mine, which are is all, fine. mine are all '80s shows, so which is fine. Which is fine. Oh, you know what's really funny though. Um, God, oh, I I forgot it again. It was it, I was looking up some of these. There was a sitcom I ran across. I'm like, I forgot that sitcom existed. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I forgot it existed. Uh. So what's your next one up here, Rob? Because I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I don't want to add too much. I w- I would love to do a whole SU or episode one day on Xena because I'm I'm assuming you've seen Xena Hercules all the way through. Right? I have, yes. Yeah, I would love to do like an SU on like Xena and Hercules because I freaking love those shows. <laughs> I love their take on Ares. Uh, Xena was probably like. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna like say like 100 blanket, but I mean. She would definitely, I would definitely put her in like the early, early like TV shows for strong, strong female lead, like strong female kind of solo lead. Yeah. Um, in like that genre, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you know, there were other shows out there. Like, I think like you had, you had like the old Wonder Woman shows and you had stuff like that. 
But those are always kind of campy. I mean, and Xena has its campy moments, you know what I mean? But like, it, yeah. for the most part, it's just no, it's just Xena's just a freaking badass across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really like no other to it. And then you have Xena, you have Gabrielle, you have all of them. And you pretty much like it's the, the women in that show just kick ass from top to bottom. Yeah. Callisto. The bad Callisto, guy. I love, I freaking love Callisto. And then you had uh, Xena's daughter. Who's fucking Xena's daughter? Oh, man. It popped up later. Eve. Yeah, Eve for a minute. She kicked ass. Yeah, man. The chakram made, made me made me like the chakram. Yep, and her. <laughs> yeah, her war cry. Like, oh man, it was, it was beautiful. You know what I didn't realize in Xena? Hmm? Fucking Carl Urban played played Caesar. Wow. <laughs> Carl Urban plays Caesar in that show. Who was um fucking um Joxer? The guy? No, not Joxer. Uh, no, Sam Raimi or Ted Raimi? It's one of the Raimis. Yeah, no, the um he was in both Xena and Hercules, uh, but he was played by Ash from the Evil Dead. Oh yeah, um um, Atalicus? Yeah, that's it, Atalicus. <laughs> Atalicus. He had fucking uh, yeah. Kevin. You had so many like good, like, solid actors. You got Lucy Lawless. You got fucking Renee O'Connor. You got Ted Raimi. You got Carl Urban. Fucking Carl Urban and Caesar, which is hilarious by itself. Like hold on for a second. Like there you go. <laughs> Just that young bowl cut Carl Urban. Gotta love it. You got Atalicus. You got Kevin Smith playing Ares. Oh, the you guy got- that played War too. Oh yeah. You got fucking Kevin Sorbo, which I mean, uh, has probably one of the best memes ever existed off of off of that show. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Hercules spawned the best meme ever when it was the evil Hercules, or I can't think of like if it was I can't remember the plot line it was the evil Hercules or whatever. He just yells disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> the bearded Hercules. Yes. He's just all like standing there, just disappointed. I, I love it. It's great. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. I swear, I swear. Kevin Smith and fucking the guy that plays Aries, like, dude has so many different looks. Like he looks like four different actors throughout the show <laughs> at various points. He has so many different looks. But yeah, like I love the way you know, you know, I love the whole like Aries aesthetic there. Fucking love that. You had, you had fucking uh, Timothy um, Timothy Amundsen in there. I don't know. He played Eli, but later on, I went to go watch. I watched him later on in Psych. Fucking love Psych. Mm, me too. Oh man, I, th- I think they're bringing back Psych, or they did. Which I don't know if I if that's a good thing or not. Mm. Let me see. Are they bringing back Psych? This is a sidebar conversation. I think they were. Okay, no, there, there, there's a third film coming out. So there's two, three films now for Psych. You got Psych, the movie. You got Psych 2, Lassie, Come Home. And you got Psych 3, This is Gus. But then you have Timothy Amundsen, um, who went on to play um, Kane in Supernatural. Yep, and uh, man, dude, uh, what's your name? Ever playing Supernatural? 
Lucy Yeah. I don't think so. I'll find out. Lucy Lawless. I know they had Cordelia from Angel. Yeah, and Spike. They were together. Spike. Yeah. Did she ever play in Supernatural? She did not play in Supernatural. Did Bruce Campbell ever play in Supernatural? I feel like he should have. <laughs> and I don't think so. He, but I, I feel like he should have, though. <laughs> okay, so no. He originally, Supernatural wanted Bruce Campbell as the modern-day John Winchester. Um, their, their father? Um, yeah. Well, not their father. Their father. Their, their grandfather. If I'm not mistaken. Supernatural really wanted to hurry. No, 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 no. He wanted to play John Winchester, yeah. But, yep. Unfortunately, we did not have it. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I like uh, fucking uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Personally, I feel like that was a waste. Like, we, we, we should have had Bruce Campbell there at some point. I don't know how you feel about it. I wonder how I wonder how many shows can we like connect to like fucking supernatural. It's in like the Kevin Bacon thing. It kind of is in a weird way. It kind of is in a weird way. All right, Rob. So what's your uh back on topic? What's your uh, what's uh your, well since you here? since you talked about Lucy Lawless being your crush, I will I'll jump down my list to the show that contained my crush. Crush is, I should say, uh, Saved by the Bell. <laughs> okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Zach and freaking Slater. Like, like I love the show. Like, And then when I started to get a little older while I was watching it, I remember I ended up getting like a, a book um, about, like, it had all different photos from Saved by the Bell. And there were a couple photos in there of Zach and Slater in bathing suits. And I was just like, oh. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> but yeah, that was so. That was one of my favorite shows. I had my first crushes in, on that show. I mean, I mean to be fair, who who wouldn't have a crush on Slater though? Mm. Like, let's be real. <laughs> let's be real here. No love for Screech though. Nobody had love for Screech. Nope. Screech used to. Uh... I saw him a couple times. He used to play at a. Uh, he used to come and do like comedy at a bar near where I worked. I mean, like, like, hold on, like, hold on a second. Let me, uh, let me get a wonderful picture of Mister AC Slater. Like, come on, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's one of the pictures that was in there. Yeah, like, come on, now. who would be attracted to that? Look at that guy. Look at that guy. The dimples. It's the dimples. That's a good. It's a good looking guy right there. <laughs> Mario Lopez. A good looking. That's a good looking guy right there. Another guy that like really hasn't aged much. Let's see. Mario Lopez now. Oh, did they do like a reprise the? Hey, yeah, like the old school, but like yeah, yeah, now, like look at him. He's, he's still the dimples now. Look at this guy. <laughs> He's still out there, slaying him. Look at this guy. Look at Mario Lopez right here. We're gonna have a whole we're gonna have a whole issue of Mario Lopez's dimples. Let's do it. Look at that guy. Like even now, if the picture wants to decide to load, 
Come on, load, pitcher. <laughs> Discord can't handle Mario Lopez's dimples. Look at that guy. Still, still looks great. Still looks great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's enough about Mario Lopez's dimples. <laughs> as much as I appreciate Mario Lopez's dimples. But anyway, I mean, next show for me is probably on your list. I would have. I, th- I imagine this show probably would be on your list, even though it's not an 80s show. Uh, Charmed. Is Charm <laughs> not on your list? No. Are you kidding me, Rob? I told you, I did all 80s shows. I mean, that's fine, but like, I feel like Charmed is like a special one. Like, Charmed is like up yeah. there. Another, another show. If I had gone with the 90s, those all, everything you, you could have went, yeah, went 80s, 90s. I should have said like, I should have said like child from childhood or like early teens, right around there somewhere. You know, just shows that like, you know, impacted you in some way, shape, or form. Mm <laughs> hmm. Over at the ashes, like how did uh how did uh how did Save by the Bell uh impact your life outside of you know Mario Lopez's dimples? <laughs> um, I mean, it kind of was like, it, I mean, I guess it kind of showed me what like good friend relationships uh should be. Although some of the like, I never took Zach as an example of a good friend, but the rest of them. <laughs> Oh, Zach Morris is a great friend, kind of, sort of, not really, but like, no. whatever. I mean, he was a, he was a decent, okay, like, looking back on, he was kind of a shitty friend, but <laughs> the end of the day, even though he would throw you under the bus, he would eventually come back around. Yeah. And that's what real friends are, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. People who will throw you under the bus and then eventually come back around and be like, yeah, let's not do that. That was a dick move. I, I apologize. But yeah, I mean, so we have Saved by the Bell. I mean, yeah, Saved by the Bell. I was never like the biggest Saved by the Bell fan, personally. But Yeah, by the time you, <laughs> you well, came no, around, it was like an old show. <laughs> Oh, no, no, not even just that. Like, let's see, like, Saved by the Bell. Because, see, like, a lot of, like, the old, like, even, like, I, air quotes, grew up watching the Cosby show because I would be up all the time watching fucking Nick at Night. It, like, yeah, it's an old show, but it, like, it went around for four seasons. So, 89, there you go. Look at, look at those two. Yeah, I found the, the, the magazine. Okay. And these were the two, well, the, the picture, whatever. These were the two pictures in there that I was like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Yes, there you go. Look, look at those guys. Look at those guys. <laughs> Fucking Luau. Hell yeah, look at those guys. It's good looking guys right there. But yeah, you had uh, 89. So it, I, I was around for like the last season. Oh my God, I forgot about that show. Wow, that show was terrible. Kind of, not really. Pacific Blue. Anybody remember Pacific Blue? I don't think that's, that's not one of the ones I saw. No, no, it, it came out like 96. It, was, it wasn't a good show. Hmm. Uh, it, it was okay. I'm not gonna say it was a good show. It wasn't a great show. It was over five. It was good enough to be on for like six seasons, but whatever. Um, it's a crime drama of a teen police officers with uh with the Santa Monica Police Department who patrolled its beaches on bicycles. Yeah. Was, oh, uh, I saw they had a thing on them in Family Guy, but I never actually saw the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was an interesting show. It, it was. It, I just kept remembering. 
I just have to remember that. Anyway, it just popped up as like a recommendation. I was like, oh yeah, I, I've seen that show. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> and then we had the Saved by the Bell college years. That lasted for one season. It's from 1993 to 1994. Mm-hmm. And you got Mario Lopez Saved by the Bell. Um, oh, which was, I have no idea. That was like a he had a spinoff on his own. <laughs> well, that was a 2010 like reality show spinoff. I see. Interesting. Yeah, it was a reality TV show that lasted for like a season. If I'm not mistaken, it was a weird. Anyway, anyway, charmed, <gasps> charmed for me. Again, uh, these I would say though I would say Buffy, Buffy slash Angel, Charmed, and Xena slash Hercules are the three shows that like encompass my love for fantasy all the way across the board. Those are like the three shows that I tie a lot of things back to. I tie my roots to, I mean, I've gone on like, that's just like from TV shows. Like I've gone since then, like, you know, movies and books and, you know, things like that. But I mean, generally speaking, my, my, my initial love for fantasy came from those three shows. Um, and Charmed for me was one that is probably holds the most special place in my heart because that's the one I used to watch with my aunt all the time. Uh, we would always watch it together. Uh, we just spent a lot of time together. You know, I love my aunt to death right now. She's crazy. You don't talk a whole bunch anymore because we just end up fighting all the time, but that's a separate issue. Um, but I still love her to death. Uh, some of my most fondest moments is like she would like DVR it and like because it was only too late, I'd be falling asleep. So she would like tape it or DVR it. No, she would like, she like VCR it. And then we watch it again the next day uh, when I came home from school. So that was that for me. But yeah, I mean, for me personally, so Charmed always holds a special place in my heart. I've watched that uh, all like, what, 11 seasons of Charmed? Mm-hmm. How many seasons of Charmed have? Eight seasons. All eight seasons of Charmed. Um, fucking back to back, probably like, God, many, many times. Um and I can't, I can't, I can't even count. I've probably seen the show probably five or six times, at least, if not more. Yeah, I um, say, I've seen it at least like three or four times. Yeah, and I love every, I love every second of it. Uh, I think one of the, I think it's a very well written show to be have gone on for eight seasons. Uh, and, you know, it has its like plot lines and its episodes that are kind of like, eh, whatever. Um, but overall, I feel like all the characters kind of grow like naturally and kind of like you know. I think it's a, I think I think we've talked about Charm before. I and I, I think Charm's really, really good. I think mm-hmm. Shannon Doherty got a, too big of a head. Um and that's okay. Uh they added on Billy at the end there, and I don't think anybody really liked Billy. But yeah. again, that's okay. That's mainly because they had done the the ending. They're like, Oh, this is how we're gonna end it. They all have new identities, and then they're like, Hey, let's renew it for another <laughs> year. They were like, Well, crap. <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, um, it's one of those things, right? Do you blame the show or do you just blame the studio for just, like, pumping it out? I don't know. I mean, I do like the ending they ended up with, but they could have, like, yeah. Like, the whole Billy thing was just, like, ugh. Also, I don't know how well he got paid. I don't know how well he's been paid. But I really feel like he did not ride his fame well, I mean, he maybe just writing out his royalty checks, which is entirely possible. Can I just say, my man Brian Krause that played Leo. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He hasn't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely nothing. I'm looking at his movies and TV shows, and uh, it, it, it's, it's not a lot. 
It's it's not a lot. Um, something else I've watched. I he was in Return to the Blue Lagoon in 1991, Sleepwalkers in 92, Charmed from 1998 to 2006. He did like the Loch Ness Terror, um, a movie called Retreat to Paradise, which has a came out in whatever year that came out, and I have no idea what year they came out. 2020, last year. Um, Poseidon Rex in 2013, which looks like a sci-fi movie. Uh, he did Be Afraid in 2017, which looks like um, a early 2000s video game cover. Um, he did a movie called Camel Spiders. Ew. Did a movie called You're So Cupid. Um, did a He did star. He did star in an in an erotic thriller, oh. um, with Pamela Anderson in 1996 called Naked Souls. So there was that. Um. Yeah, that has three listed people um, as actors. You have Brian Krause as Edward, Pamela Anderson as Britt, and David Warner as Everett Longstreet, which is a terrible name. <laughs> You know what? I, I'm going to talk Webby into doing a review on Naked Souls one, one day. We're, we're going to watch Naked Souls. <laughs> and we're going to review Naked Souls. Because <laughs> like, this, this just looks like quality. This, this, this cover screams quality, Rob. Come on, Discord. Don't let me down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, this is... Is that Pamela Anderson? It is. What the fuck? <laughs> it just screams quality. Like, we have to review this at some point. This cover screams quality. Like, yeah. that's that, that chef's kiss right there. That is, uh, wow. Anyway, um, he started a movie called Betrayed. He was in a movie called Kooky the Boogeyman in 2018. He was in 2012 Supernova. He was in a movie in 2019 called The Demonologist, a movie in, this is the most sci-fi movie cover the world has ever seen, a uh, 2008 movie called Warbirds, um, and again, Rob, I tell you, this is the most sci-fi movie channel cover the world has ever seen. Um, he was in a movie called Warbirds, uh, he was in a movie called Bandit Bandit, in a movie called The Killing Pack. In a movie called Christmas for a Dollar, which I remember seeing Christmas for a Dollar. Um, I do remember seeing that movie. Um, the Liar's Club. There's um, planes being eaten by dinosaurs. I Okay. <laughs> it's, the most, it's the most sci-fi movie cover of all time. Um, <laughs> he was in a movie called TVK, The Toolbox Murders. Um... No, I don't think I ever saw him in a movie. I think he was in another episode of a different show I watched. I think he was like a one-time thing or something. Yeah, he, yeah, he 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 really didn't capitalize on that. I don't. I mean, I don't know what his royalty checks look like, so I could be wrong, right? Let's oh, see. Uh, he was in L.A. Noir, the game. That's right. I think that might. Be okay. Right. Yep. I think he was. Um, I'm trying to see. Let's see. What is Brian Krause's net worth? Alyssa Milano is, has a net worth of $10 million. Holly Marie Collins has a net worth of $14 million. 
according to this article, this is the richest.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose McGowan, 18 million. Shannon Doherty, 10 million. Brian Krause, 500,000. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Julian McMahon, 16 million, because he went on to play fucking uh, being the Doctor Doom and do a bunch of other good shit. Mm. He cap he capitalized on his fame. He he had uh he had skins or skins, mm-hmm. skin was it skins? No, Nip Tuck. Nip Tuck, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he had Nip Tuck for like seven seasons. He's been an FBI Most Wanted recently. He was in Premonition with Sandra Bullock. He was in Fantastic Four. He he really capitalized on his uh whole thing. He was in Marvel's The Runaways. That last, I forgot that show existed for a while. Mm. Um, you had Kaylee Kuko. She's worth fifty-five million. Obviously, she's worth a lot um, because of fucking Big Bang Theory. I I hate that show. I I, I fucking hate that show with a passion. God, I hate that show. Um, but yeah. Other than that, I mean, you got Drew. You got Drew Fuller. Who played uh, Chris? Mm-hmm. He has one point five million. You have Dorian Gregory, two million. Eric Dane, uh, seven million. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he has the lowest net worth out of everybody and uh, out of everybody there. But I mean, uh, I'm not throwing the man under the under the bus, you know. Mano, whatever. Maybe he has really good investments. Who knows? Um, I'm just saying, like from. Outside looking in, looks like he didn't really like capitalize on his on his fame. No, just gonna throw that out there. Although <laughs> Warbirds, Warbirds, mwah, mwah. Warbirds and Naked Souls, obviously the highlight of his career. <laughs> um, that is uh just prime prime television right there. But uh, yeah. Other than that, all right, let's hop back into this list here. That's enough about Charmed. What you got going on, Rob, over there? All right. Uh, so my next one is Star Trek: The Next Generation. Oh, okay. Yep. Obviously, gave me my love for sci-fi, and well, like I've watched every Star Trek since, except the ones that are on pay channels that I can't watch. But I've seen Enterprise, I've seen Voyager, Deep Space Nine. I actually, I grew up technically when I was. A little little kid, I saw the original because my mom used to watch it. Um, and then the net, but the next generation was the one that I loved the most. But I was older and able to better understand it. It's fair. I mean, I don't know. I it's, it's hard for me to pinpoint what made me love sci-fi because, like, I didn't jump on the Star Wars train early. Obviously, I didn't jump on the. Like I, I, I was never a big Star Trek guy. Like I, I, I've seen Star Trek. I like Star Trek. Like I can watch Star Trek without any issues, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, 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 and I understand the reference of Star Trek, uh, but I, I, I wouldn't point to it as something that like defined my love for sci-fi. But like, so I'm trying to like think back, like what made me love sci-fi, and I don't really know. I think it's just like the combination of what sci-fi is that makes me like sci-fi. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if I had to like point to like it would be probably like movies that made me like sci-fi more than any specific TV show. Yeah. So like you have like your alien, like your demolition man, your, you know, alien, like your demolition man, your fucking, um, kind of like the fifth element. You know what I mean? Mm. 
It's like it's like I think I think it's like movies that made me like sci-fi more than any TV show did. Although I do like a lot of sci-fi TV shows. I had that. I mean, I have that and Quantum Leap, kind of both for the same reason because I used to watch that too. Oh yeah, Quantum Leap was solid. Yeah, yeah, Quantum Leap was good. I've seen Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap's a good show. Um, think. My that's, next another, show is, that's another one with a weird ending because of randomly being canceled. Like how we were talking about Charmed had like came back. That one, like in the last episode, he like met God, and then it was just like, oh, he never made his way home because they were planning on another episode and had it just be like, oh, another season. I mean, and then they were like, no, you're canceled. So they just like threw that in at the end. Uh. Yeah, shows shows that were ended too soon. Shout out to you, Moonlight. I think it was Moonlight. Was it Moonlight? Yeah. Shout out to you, Moonlight. <laughs> it was a uh, one season, a one season show on fucking CW that um that started like it was like it was a vampire show. It was weird, but it was pretty. It was pretty cool. I liked it. Yeah, a lot of Netflix shows are like that. I'm like, oh, this is good. And they're like, nah, we're not going to have any more. It's like, I don't know if I should watch Netflix shows anymore. Because they're just like, here's one season, and then we're not going to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Understandable. But also, it sucks. And with Netflix, like, you never know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of can, like, watch a show. Like, on TV, you kind of can watch a show and be like, all right, this is probably not going to get renewed, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Netflix, like, arbitrarily cancel shows. Yeah. Like, I feel like you have, like, oh, this show's doing great. Everybody's talking about it. It's a great show. Canceled. All right? <laughs> and you have a show, it's, like, nobody's talking about it. Like, it's just, like, in the back of a barrel somewhere. Like, yeah. it's, like, recommended to you randomly one day. Like, you've never heard of this show. You watch it. You're like, oh, shit. And you're like, hey, next season's coming, like, in two weeks. You're like, oh, oh okay, cool. <laughs> and then as soon as it's like, oh, no, there's a lot of people watching it now. Cancel it. <laughs> it's arbitrary as hell. <laughs> It's so arbitrary. Like, I need, you know what? We need to get SU big enough. We can sit down with a Netflix executive <laughs> just to have the conversation. Like, what goes into through the minds of people um, when it comes to canceling Netflix shows? Like, what are the, what are the criteria? Like, I, we need criteria, people. <laughs> like, you guys don't release your numbers, Netflix. I'm challenging you to be better and release your criteria for canceling a show. Like Ozark. Fucking Ozark. Why was Ozark canceled? It's such a good show. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, season four wasn't like the, str- isn't the, it wasn't the strongest season, but like, why? We, why? Like, why? Why? Such a good show. They brought Lucifer back to cancel Lucifer. The society, I mean, like, okay. Like, all right. That was mediocre. Mediocrity. Sensate. Sensate was good. Yeah, I like Sensate. They canceled that. Why? I don't know. All the Marvel shows, but like, I get that, but I'm not okay with it. Followed by, I am not okay with this. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that I like that one too, and they canceled that one. <laughs> I am not okay with it. They just canceled it for no <laughs> fucking reason. Like, I don't know why. 
Yeah, like the, the Marvel ones are the only ones I understand because they were like meant to be just one season shows. Like, okay. well, they were meant to be like real shows, but then when the whole thing was like them getting their own app happened, they're just like, well, fuck you then. Uh, <laughs> and they canceled all their shows. I get that. Um, the Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Like, uh, I feel yeah. like, like I feel like they went through the trouble of bringing back a show that nobody asked for. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they brought, they revived a property that nobody asked for, and then they kind of realized it. Realized nobody asked for this and canceled it. But I actually kind of liked it once once they brought it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I liked it too. <laughs> so I, so I, so I feel kind of like upset about it. Um, you had fucking Santa Clarita Diet. I really liked that show. I never saw <laughs> that, but my brother really liked it. It was good, and they fucking canceled it. Glow, Glow was good, and they canceled Glow. Never seen that one either. Uh, it's based off of the uh, uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Uh, one second. Oh yeah, glow fucking um what else did they cancel? Teenage Bounty Hunters. That was a really good show. I'm mad they canceled that. They got one season and that was a good show. It was funny. It's a really funny good show. And I'm upset at that one. A little bit. Dear white people, that that's fine. That could have got canceled at season one. I wouldn't have cared. Um <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt, that should that should have stayed. Kimmy Schmidt's good. Tuka and Birdie, that should have. It wasn't bad. I actually like Tuka and Birdie. Oh, uh, what else did they cancel here? Fucking Patriot Act was kind of upset. Setting. I really like Patriot Act. I thought it was good. Um, and then the new Mystery Science Theater. Like, I don't know. Like I liked it. It just it it, it didn't it, it didn't feel the same. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I liked it though. It was good. It just didn't feel the same. But anyway, a lot of those shows they got canceled. They all had good reviews, good score. Like why 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 are you canceling these shows? I hate I hate I hate all of you. Um, <laughs> that's on the, that's on my list there, Webs. At some point, I promise you. But I, I kind of grouped all those together because it was too many to name. I could have like did just 10, 10, 10, 10 sitcoms that like impacted my life or like shaped my childhood. Speaking of sitcoms, I these are ones that fell into the I was forced to watch these ones, but I also really like grew to love them. The Golden mm-hmm. Girls. Yep, that one was on my list. The Golden the Golden Girls. <laughs> Every Sunday, me, my mom, and my grandma would sit and watch the Golden Girls for like hours. Freaking love the Golden Girls now. I will yep. watch the Golden Girls at any time. Yeah, me like, and my mom it, used to watch it all the time. I I recently rewatched most of it. I was like, oh, this is on. It was on like Hulu or Netflix. I'm like, oh, I'm just go watch this in the background. Yeah, it's the Golden Girls. Like, who, who, yeah, yeah. Like I will watch the Golden Girls. I don't care what anybody says. You come to my house, I'll throw the Golden Girls on in a heartbeat. Don't question me. <laughs> Fucking love the Golden Girls. It's great. <laughs> We did have one on the same list, even though I picked the 80s. And you- yes! 
<laughs> and then another one that falls in the same category. I'm gonna like just jump real quick. Uh, though it falls in the same category for under the Golden Girls. Um, for like not the Golden Girls, but like well, same category of being like forced to watch it with my mom. But I kind of grew to love the show, The Nanny. Oh yeah, I, I that's not on my list, but yeah, I used to watch The Nanny too. <laughs> like my mom would always watch The Nanny. Fucking Fran Dresser. I love Fran Dresser. Goddamn. Oh, the nanny. I've watched so many episodes of the nanny. Like, I was like invested in the story. I'm like, yo, she's getting married to Mr. Sheffield. Oh, they broke it off. Like, what's going on, man? It's crazy. I, but, you know, I, I was invested in that. I was actually invested in that show. And it's kind of funny. Um, oh, yeah, Rob, go ahead. Uh, so the next ones I have are He Man and the Thundercats, which oh, I love of superheroes. Thundercats, yes. Thunder. Thunder. <laughs> Thundercats. Oh, I'll do what I please. I love <laughs> the fact that he understood though that that was a Fred Dresser voice. Yeah, I know. It was clearly good enough for him to realize what I was doing. <laughs> Rob, you have to do this till one like one morning, like when, like you walk in, like like cook a breakfast, like walk in the door. <laughs> <laughs> just like walk in the door and just do that voice and yeah. ask him how he wants his eggs <laughs> although I recommend doing it like from behind the door like cracked because he's probably going to throw something at you <laughs> oh man god the nanny I haven't watched the nanny in so long and you said you said your next one was uh, what he meant in the Thundercats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thundercats. Which yeah. You know, is where my superhero love started off. So. I mean, I didn't put it on my list, but probably like my love for superhero stuff was one of them is on my list. My love of like, like when I was a kid, like actually a kid, like my love of superhero stuff was probably like Power Rangers and shit. But my, I put down my list later down the road, like how, you know, your, your comic book shows that I kind of, I, I, for me, I kind of grew up with them. You got, you know, you got your, Batman the Animated Series, your Batman Beyond, your Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, your Teen Titans, fucking, and then going to like live action. You've got fucking um like Smallville and all, you know, all those. Like all those, like that whole like era of CW um was solid. Solid, <laughs> solid shows. Uh one of the biggest ones on my list, though, that like probably influenced me the most to this day, because I still love cooking to this day, there are classic Food Network shows. <laughs> I would come home from school and like just turn on Food Network and watch like hours of Food Network. It was insane. Yeah, like my ex wife got me into that because she used to love to watch the Food Network, so I would sit and watch with her. Food Network, and I have seen more episodes of Property Brothers than I care to admit. Um, Elton, Elton Brown was one of my favorites. Yes, like you know, also for me, like the ones I named off the top of my head were just like you had Good Eats, <laughs> Good Eats with Elton Brown. You had uh, you had Emerald Live. I used to watch the mm-hmm. shit out of some Emerald Live. Um, I used to watch some Malto Mario back before that was controversial. Um, <laughs> uh, fucking thirty minute meals, Rachel Ray up there yeah, cooking Rachel up. Ray. The, yeah, Rachel Ray thirty and then some fucking Unwrapped with um, like the whitest guy in history. <laughs> Uh, it's his name. Uh, fucking Mark. What was his name? Fucking who's who the guy? It was Mark. It was Mark Summers. Mark Summers is possibly the whitest guy in history. 
<laughs> the uh, there was another female one that we used to watch too. I can't think of her name though. Yep, Mark Summers fucking hosted Unwrapped. He used to fucking host Double Dare back in the day. Man, I don't know why I'm thinking of Double Dare. Now got me thinking of fucking um, Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> and I fucking oh, love that show. You can't do that on television. That was one. <laughs> I didn't put that on my list, but I just thought of it. I used to love that. <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh man, they need to bring that show back. That show was great. Oh wait, they did bring it back. Holy shit, they brought back Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> I, oh. I I was in a, a, as of last month on the tenth, almost la- a month ago to uh, to the day they brought back Legends of the Hidden Temple. Hold on. Oh, I'll hold the hell on here. The the one I was thinking of that we used to watch was uh, Giada at Home. With Giada oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Giada. And then you fucking just brought a whole nother wave of like people fucking uh, <laughs> semi homemade with Sandra Lee. Fucking, oh, yeah, Sandra uh, Lee. Fucking the Barefoot Contessa. You got your Paula Dean and like your Paula Dean serving up diabetes with a healthy course of racism on the side. We love it. But oh man, oh my god, that's that's oh man, you just brought a whole like wave of shit, man. <laughs> that's crazy. Fucking all those wonderful fucking shows. Ah, love these classic Food Network people. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. That was not a classic era, but that was still pretty solid. Yeah. Oh, Master Chef. We used to watch that all the time too. Oh yeah, Master Chef. But like the original Japanese one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Master Chef. The guy used to bite into the uh he used to what is the onion he used to bite into? Yeah, uh, green pepper. <laughs> he would hold he out like I don't remember. He would hold out two things and he would always bite into the one that was weird. He would always like bite into like the onion. Like I'm trying to like um not Master Chef, what's it called? Iron Chef. Yeah, Iron Chef. He used to like bite into like the it was like an onion or it was a pepper, I think it was. It was you just bite into it. Yeah. Randomly. You just bite into it. Like, ah, I just got like, a big old chunk out of it. <laughs> yeah, oh that's what he used to say like the sweet, and he would hold out an apple and then go, and the savory, and then it was like a pepper or something, and he bite it. You just take a huge chunk out of like the savory shit. I'm like, oh my guy. What's up? I love this guy. God, I love that guy. My guy's my idol. The next thing on my life is like fucking just like sitcoms dude fucking just like all the like i feel like the like the late 80s to the 90s was just like the era of sitcoms yep under that so many sitcoms under that heading i have i have married with children full house and the wonder years were my so like for me i got family matters full house fresh prince Made with children, friends, home improvement, living single, which is basically just the black friends that came out one year earlier. Um, and then I put under a subcategory underneath the sitcoms of air quotes, the black sitcoms, uh, which are like your Moesha's, your fucking Moesha's, your living, uh, not living singles, your Moesha's, your fucking, um, it matters. The Parker's. 
Um, yeah, Family Matters, the Parkers, and all the other ones. Yeah, there's just all those under there that like fall under. There's a bunch of them like uh, the Jamie Foxx show. Fucking, there's so many of them I can just randomly name. There's like there's a period. Any, any, you know, any sitcom that came out on UPN <laughs> back in the day. Well, on UPN sitcoms. I'm about to look look at whole. There's a whole thing of UPN. Like, okay, girlfriends. Fucking girlfriends. Eight seasons of girlfriends, which is like the black sex in the city. You had um, you had in the house with El Kuja. You had one on one, the Parkers, um, half and half, all of us, and just all all of those were around. And you have more. You had sister sister back in the day. I used to love sister sister. Yeah, I used to like the sister sister too. Fucking Malcolm and Eddie. Oh, I fucking oh, I love Malcolm them. and Eddie. Yeah, I fucking love Malcolm and Eddie. That was a good shit. <laughs> oh, that was such a good shit, dude. Malcolm and Eddie. Oh man, UPN. UPN was the shit back in the day. Hmm. Uh, Webby has put a few things in. Keep a home improvement and marry like yep. you and marry your children, like me. And he said that wrestling was a big part of his childhood. So I mean, was wrestling was huge. wrestling was like huge in my childhood too. But I never had anyone that was into it besides me. So it was like I always watched it. But it was just me watching it. Me and my brother and my cousin Patrick. We used to watch it all the time. We used. To- get together to watch it yep 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 dog wants to go out i'll be right back yeah you're good go for it i'll talk about my next category where we're sitting here uh i mean and the next thing for me was um are you are you afraid are you afraid of the dark slash goosebumps uh everybody that watched listens to this watch anything i've been in i love horror i love horror stuff horror is very near and dear to my heart i've i didn't always love horror like i even though i watch those shows like I, w- I would never call myself like i was a point not very long ago probably like five six seven years ago i would watch horror movies i was never a horror movie person i was like i'm good like i'd watch some like i could do slasher movies and things like that but anything like supernatural horror anything like i did I couldn't do it. Like fucking, um, what's what, what am I thinking of here? Uh, like Annabelle or The Conjuring, couldn't do it. I was just like, nope, not for me. Paranormal Activity, nope, couldn't do it. I don't know what happened to me. Uh, I think I just like slowly went more and more insane or lost part of my humanity as life went on. Um, but past like five or six years, I've just become like love horror. Love, love, love horror movies. I will watch them all the time, year round for fun. Uh, like even like obscure horror movies, like The Dentist back in like 1996. Fucking um, Dentist. What's another one that's like obscure and weird? I'm back. Um, wasn't there one like that? Have you was like an Ice Cream Man horror movie? What? what? How did we get into horror movies with Ice Cream Man? Oh, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, so basically, uh, my next category was uh. Was 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 was? Are you afraid of the dark? Slash. I have that too. I have, I have the real Ghostbusters and Are You Afraid of the Dark for the things yep. that made me yep. like horror. Yeah, are you afraid <laughs> of the dark slash goosebumps? I was telling them like 
as everybody who's like listening to this podcast or like watch anything I've been in knows, I love horror. I said, but it was not always the case. There was a part of time, like not long ago, like five, six years ago, that I did not like horror movies at all. Like I would watch like slasher movies, like Scream and stuff like that, but like Nightmare on Elm Street, movies like The Conjuring, movies like fucking Annabelle, movies like <laughs> um yeah no that i think that like shaped everybody's childhood webby fucking like the um the, the, the scrambled channel. porn channel yeah yep <laughs> yep like the scrambled porn channels where like you every now and again like as like the screen and like you know in that technicolor like it's like like scrolling static you see like a boob or something you'd be like oh yeah <laughs> i saw a boob but um <laughs> People like all the all the uh, young people nowadays are like, what the fuck are they talking about? What are they like? Like, what, like, what does why that mean? Go to the internet. <laughs> what are you talking about? We used to not have the internet. That's how old we are, children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to not have the internet, and then when we did have the internet, yeah, somebody else had to be on the phone. Like, if you were on the, on the phone, you couldn't use the internet. And the internet used to yell at you when it when it was turning on. It would yell at you and be. Alien yeah, alien like, yeah, exactly. It would, it would take like five minutes to download a JPEG. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh yeah, I got a boner. And then by the time it downloads, you're like, all right, uh, this was kind of pointless now. I'm just going to go ahead and leave. But yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there, was all, there was a period of time where I didn't like like Supernatural or like truly scary horror movies like i didn't really like them I, I, they got to me even like six years ago didn't like them and then, so i don't know what one day something clicked i don't know if it's like i lost like more of my humanity or what but <laughs> it just kind of like clicked and i was like yeah no i i like horror movies now even like obscure like i watch them year round even like obscure horror movies like the ice cream man or fucking the dentist in 1996 also, too, I mean, can I just say the Ice Cream Man horror movie? My man. Wasn't there an episode of Charmed where there was an evil ice cream truck or something? Or yeah, 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 I think there was. But can I just say my man's receding hairline is probably one of the scarier things in this movie. My man's receding hairline. Look at, look at this receding hairline, Rob. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Ice cream, you scream, we all scream for the ice cream, man. It's a great movie. It is really not, but it kind of is. It's Isn't like that the guy from uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It? Wasn't he Renfield? <laughs> it is. Also, too, you gotta <laughs> love this face. I love this face. He makes this like, this smile in the movie. I gotta get you the other cover. There's just this awkward smile that he makes. It just it makes it, it makes the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, he makes it like in the movie, which is the funnier part. It's just like he just like this awkward smiling face. <laughs> and very like here you go. Here's a screenshot from the movie, so you know I'm not going crazy. <laughs> this awkward smiling face. What's up? That smile definitely says I want to murder you. Was he in the sandlot? I think he was in the sandlot. Well, I mean, you can't hear me, but I think he was in the sandlot. Oh, I'll tell you a sec. Yeah, that's Clint Howard. Um, let's see, Clint Howard, who played in, 
He's from the Andy Griffith show back in the day. I'll tell you in a second. What all was he in? Uh, was he in the Sandlot? Was he in the Sandlot? <laughs> oh, he was He was in the dentist, though. Oh, he was in the dentist. He was not in the Sandlot, I don't think. Let me see. What in the world? All right, I found our next movie we have to watch at some point. I love looking through people's like hit movie history and seeing like just those movies that just should not exist. Um, and they do. And I love them so much. Uh, hold on. This is like off topic as fuck, but no, he wasn't in the Sandlot. He was in the Andy Griffith show though. In the water boy. Apollo 13. And the jungle book. Who do you voice in the jungle book? Who did he voice in the jungle book? I have no idea who he voice in the jungle book. He was in the jungle book, really. Oh, he was Hathi. He was Hathi Jr. in the in the jungle book. He was in Austin Powers. But no, he was not in the Sandlot. But hold on. This is a, a movie I think we, we're all going to have to watch. It, it currently holds a 2.4 on IMDb. Oh, no, he's not even who I thought he was either. The guy from Dracula Dead and Loving It is the one that's from Ghostbusters 2 and stuff. He's oh. not the same guy. <laughs> this is a... We should watch this atrocity. We should watch that atrocity. That looks terrible. <laughs> oh, it's a Canadian German film. What the fuck? Germany 19 movies called Blubberella, by the way, right? Um, Germany 1940. The obese Blubberella is a damn fear born of a human and vampire. She hates Nazis and is upset because all the Jewish boys that she likes dating seem to be disappearing. After she places the bite on a Nazi com- commandant, he becomes a vampire. The scientist, Dr. Mangler, begins to experiment with the commandant's blood, thinking this has a possibility to make the fur, the fur immortal. Meanwhile, Blubberilla falls in with the local resistance fighters and is attracted to their leader, Nathaniel. This is, this is gold. <laughs> this is fucking gold. This is this gold of awful. Jeez, <laughs> this this is terrible. Oh, this is awful. This is so awful. Um, but anyway, back on topic. Anyway, horror movies, awful horror movies, and also not awful horror movies. Uh, anyway, the shows that gave me my love of horror movies, I would say, would be where they got me interested in horror. Are Are You Afraid of the Dark and Goosebumps? I later got into it. Um, I have no idea why, but I did. Yeah, go on, Rob. Nope, that was my whole list. That was all 10. I think I'd actually write right. 11 now that I'm counting, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, last thing on my list I have we talk about are just, like, the old uh, Nickelodeon sketch shows, like All That and Keenan and Kel. Mm. I used to love watching those back in the day. Yeah, um, that's... Uh, um, the predecessor to that was the You Can't Do That on Television that I was talking about. I guess the real predecessor to that was uh, was SNL. <laughs> 
Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So you had it's funny how like we had similar shows but just different airs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because we're similar people from different airs. Yep. Hey. And I have watched most of the things that were on your list just later in life. Yeah, and I and I have watched <laughs> most of them on yours, but like I watched them like as I got older and like watched them later in life. <laughs> funny. So yeah. How far are we in, Reb? Uh, I don't know. You were the one that started the recording. How do you check? I just go up to when he was posted in his mm. thing. Uh, dumbass. He was posted at 7.20, so it's been a little over an hour. Oh, an hour. All right, cool. I think we're good. I think we're good. Rob, you got some uh, You got some science corner? Uh, oh, shoot. I did have something, but now I forget what it was. Because I read something, and I was like, oh, that would be good for Science Corner, but now I lost it. I can find it again. Um, this wasn't it, but, um, this is going to be, uh, this week is going to be the longest lunar eclipse of the century. It's not super impressive since we have lunar eclipses every month, but this one is going to be super long. Hmm. So, in case you didn't know, the phases of the moon are actually caused by lunar eclipses. It's when the Earth gets in between the sun and the moon. So, that's why we have, like, the crescent moon and half moon and black. The full moon is when we're not blocking it at all. And then the when the moon is not in the sky, they call it the new moon. That's when the Earth is completely blocking the sun from the moon. So, there's something that if you didn't know, you now know. All right. Well, for me, my life advice, I'm going to give you guys three pieces of life advice because I'm feeling generous today. It's it's almost Christmas, even though technically it's not. It's almost Thanksgiving, but apparently everybody just skips over October and goes straight to December and they're mentally in their head. So it's the season of giving. So I'm going to give you guys three life advices because they're short, they're sweet, but they're they're meaningful. Number one, clear communication is the key to a successful relationship. Plain and simple. Okay. Anyone out there who's having relationship problems, um, sit down and just make sure you are communicating. Both parties are communicating as clear and stating their issues as openly as possible. Because nine times out of ten, that will solve your problems or at least get you on the right path and so you know how to solve your problems. Uh, other Number two, uh, there is no such thing as the right decision. There is no such thing as the right decision. Um, I know sometimes in life you look at it and you look to yourself and you say, well, if I made this decision, clearly this would have worked out better. Or there's... But realistically, and how this kind of ties into the science corner a little bit with how like time theory works, I mean, there really is no 
right or wrong decision. You make a decision uh, and you need to, instead of focusing on if you made the wrong decision and worrying over making the right decision all the time, for every little to small decision in your life, you're better off using your time to maximize the outcome of your decision, if that makes sense. So, but you, you you use your effort to making the most out of the the out of the decision you make, not so much worrying about which decision you should make. Um, and then number three, uh, nobody knows what they're doing 100 percent of the time. That's true. I don't know what I'm doing like 10 percent of the time. I just kind of show up. Same. So, yeah. I mean, to be to, like 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 this episode is a perfect example. Uh, me and Rob had no idea what we were doing coming into this episode until I was like, Hey, this, I was washing clothes at the dryer, a little inside, inside baseball here, guys. I was uh, loading some clothes into the dryer when <laughs> Rob's like, Hey, what do you got for a topic? I'm like, I don't know. And I was like, Hey, TV shows. What can we do with that? Hey, here we go. That's our topic for the week. <laughs> Rob, make a list of TV shows. Yep. So that's how that went down. So, I mean, it is what it is. It works out, though. One day we will come back and we will have like a like fully laid out, like planned episode. And you're going to be like, wow, these guys are amazing. I know right now you're probably like, wow, these guys are like kind of all right. But one day we, we strive to be amazing people in your mm-hmm. eyes, in your eyes, not you, not not you, not you in the green shirt who's combing his hair, not you. We don't care about you. We don't care. But the other guy. All the other people besides that guy, we care about you. Right, Rob? Right. Also, uh, I think that's everything. And uh, fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. And where can we find you, Rob? After we say fuck Booster Gold, where can we find you? Oh, well, you can find me on Twitter at Confessor underscore X and on Twitch at twitch.tv Confessor X. I'm yep, actually going to stream next Wednesday, so join me there. Oh, shit. Rob's streaming again. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at um, DMP underscore Pookie. And you can find me on Twitch at Mr. D3. And as always, you can find me on eBay trying to remember how to close up the show. Um, have a good I the kind of Bye. Bye. We'll see you later. Bye. Bucking up to nine to five. I tried that life but said goodbye. I'm simply unprepared.